Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from February 7th until February 14th as we continue on through these very powerful and potent energies that are activating even more within us. There are powerful themes of awakenings here, but it's ongoing. It's almost like you can't rest, you can't be settled. There's more disruptions that keep pulling pulsing through and continue to keep us on our toes. You could even feel quite agitated, quite annoyed, and you don't know why. You could feel like you're responding to something or feeling an energetic vibration, but you don't know where it comes from. You don't know where it stems from, but it's affecting you. This is part of what we're now learning to manage because the energies have really opened up. They are more explosive, they're more dynamic, but they're also giving us more insight into how we use our energies, how we really look at our emotions, our nervous system, our physical body, how all of these components of us are now highly activated. So what are we choosing? How are we managing it? And how are we continuing to be in our power and our choices amongst all of this instability? So as I was looking at the transiting aspects for this next week, there is a long list of them, which we are going to move through in today's show. And there's a few things that I want to call out. Now, we had the exact Jupiter in Taurus sextile Saturn in Pisces energy that was occurring at seven degrees, seven degrees Taurus, seven degrees of Pisces in your natal chart. And that feels like it's been a place of refuge, almost like that's where we go to settle, to calm, to stabilize ourselves. That sextile will continue into April as both Jupiter and Saturn will remain about two to three degrees apart, still in connection, still in communication, and offering us a place to go for comfort, for support, and to detach from some of the bigger energies that are continuing to happen both around us and within us. So look at where you have those degree points of Taurus and Pisces in your chart as this is where you're going to want to go to take care of yourself into April. Now as I say that, I am reminded that yes, that will be eclipse season and then Jupiter in Taurus will make a conjunction to Uranus in Taurus, and that's a big deal. But we're already seeing these revolutionary energies that are underway. There's a lot happening right now that is stirring up the collective, and this continues to unfold for months to come. Not only does it relate to what's happening at the U.S.-Mexico border, but it also directly relates to the farmers' revolutionary energies in Europe. Up and what is unfolding there? What is happening in Paris and France ahead of the upcoming Summer Olympics there? That should be interesting. We also have the farmers revolting in Greece. It's been happening in the Netherlands and in Germany. So there's a lot going on here. And this relates to those Uranus and Taurus energies, which are agriculture, our food source, what we do to harvest the food we need, the abundance of food we require, and what is just and fair 
and what is not. So big revolutionary energies are happening. Of course, this is just one issue amongst many, amongst many issues right now that are being stirred up. And on that note, it's important to see that on February 8th, the moon moves into Aquarius and will make its first conjunction to Pluto in Aquarius at 9.57 a.m. That's Eastern time. This is the first time the moon has been in Aquarius since Pluto entered this 11th sign of the zodiac back on January 20th. And the moon is about the people. It's about where we feel emotionally safe as well as emotionally activated at our core. It stirs up the conflict, the deeper truths, what we need to acknowledge that can be wildly uncomfortable. The moon in Aquarius conjunct Pluto also is that revolutionary desire to change something in our daily life, in our daily world. So keep that in mind that February 8th has the potential to bring up a lot, whether that's within you individually or something you're feeling and sensing in the collective energy grid because the moon makes it personal, brings it home, stirs up something that we didn't know how to deal with. And with Pluto, a transformational energy is underway. And I feel like this is significant because last week we discussed how Mercury entered Aquarius and made an immediate conjunction to Pluto. Now the moon makes its first conjunction to Pluto. Then we're going to have the Aquarius new moon and Mars entering Aquarius conjunct Pluto as well. And I'll talk about that more shortly. But we have an ongoing theme here of the personal planets interacting with this Pluto that wants us to evolve. And it's an evolutionary journey that you could relate to the hero's journey where something has to be seen at a deeper level. And it is uncomfortable. It is disruptive. And it is something that is meant to change us permanently and deeply. So we're moving through much bigger energies here that we can't always fathom in the present moment. Now, this will be working with you more personally and intensely if you have planets or points around zero degrees of Aquarius, zero degrees of the air signs such as Gemini and Libra, zero degrees of Aries, zero degrees of Sagittarius, and then zero degrees of the fixed signs, the fixed signs being Taurus, Leo, and Scorpio. So this is where we play astrology bingo. You look at your chart, you look and see if you have anything at those degree points. Let's say zero to even one, zero to one degree, because this is a time that things are probably accelerating. They're happening fast. They're moving forward. There's a lot of awakening energy that honestly, it can be hard to manage. It could be too much at times, a full overload. You don't know how to compartmentalize it or even slow it down. And that's going to continue. That's going to continue, especially over this next week. So on February 8th, not only does the moon enter Aquarius and make that first conjunction to Pluto in Aquarius, but we also have the sun in Aquarius squaring Uranus in Taurus at 19 degrees. And keep in mind, this is also within the window of time 
of the Aquarius new moon. So these are volatile times of deep change that is at a cosmic level right on time. Absolutely in perfect order. Absolutely within the divine timing of our evolutionary journey. And it's important with these very dynamic energies to look at what you are attached to outside of yourself, what expectations you're holding, what you're putting energy into, because this is the energy that wants to break it up, wants you to detach, wants you to take a step back. This is things shattering. This is a shattering of a mirror, a shattering of glass. This is breaking something because it actually isn't in alignment with what's to come, which is unknown yet. There is a creation process underway here through the chaos of this energy where I'm seeing it as this gorgeous mosaic, this gorgeous new understanding of how things can come together, perhaps even more holistically and more healed, but only after acknowledging what isn't working. So this could be systems shutting down. This could be things coming to a halt unexpectedly. This energy can certainly relate to anything that the collective uses. I'm seeing it as not only the internet and social media, but anything online, anything that is done through electronic communications. This also is about what's happening off planet, the bigger forces in the cosmos, what is happening above our head that we're not even aware of, including other beings, technologies, experiments, things that are happening off planet that we don't see or we don't even consciously realize we're sensing, but it's out there and it's around us and it's certainly a part of our evolutionary journey at this time. So these energies are making a powerful impact on the collective, especially group situations, gatherings, things where multiple people go or multiple people exchange energy or have a shared experience. These are surprises and shocking developments that we're meant to see, especially when you have the sun in Aquarius squaring Uranus and Taurus. That is the energy signature of cosmic intelligence coming onto the planet, something being downloaded here into our earthly experience that, again, we just had no understanding of. It expands our consciousness. It's crazy. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. And we're meant to know it. And we're meant to see it, which is part of Uranus and Taurus, because Taurus being an earth sign wants us to see what is evident, what is physical, what are you visually verifying. So this can be rubbernecking. This can be something is so crazy, so shocking that you can't turn away from it. And then it leads us to the February 9th Aquarius new moon, which is occurring at 20 degrees, 41 minutes of Aquarius, which means it's still in the square to Uranus in Taurus. It is exact at 5.59 p.m. That's Eastern time. And these are big cosmic awakenings. This is the energy that wants you to blast open any blockages you've had around your own evolutionary journey, around your spiritual gifts. This wants you to connect with more of a higher consciousness that maybe you weren't ready for, but now you are at least some level of your being. And it feels so expansive that it could be difficult 
to know where to put it, almost like the energy is too big for the physical body, which it is, which it is. And so it's expanding the aura as well. So this particular Aquarius new moon occurring on February 9th is opening up some new timelines and future potentials that are just coming into your awareness now. It also can bring up some kind of deep knowingness, a deep knowingness that you can't explain, you can't understand, and you don't want to. There's a sense of, I I just know this is true. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know where, but I feel it, I sense it, and it's just mind-boggling. That's what this energy is all week. It's mind-boggling. It just sounds like, how could this be real? How could this happen? Where can this go? And that's all of our own personal conceptual needs there, where we want to understand, what do I do with this? What do I create from this? We ask the hows. We want to see the whys. You know, we're looking and searching for more. I feel like this is some kind, this is so crazy. I'm seeing an egg being planted in the third eye as part of this Aquarius new moon. Oh my God, it's a dragon egg. Okay, a dragon egg being planted in the Aquarius new moon, that third eye. And then it's meant to crack open and reveal itself over time as it ignites more of what you're here to do on the planet. This is big for star seeds. This is big for those of you who know that you are from another place in the galaxy, that your energy originates from elsewhere. There could be something here that's powerfully coming through and you could know it's going to happen. But even the timeline is mind-boggling because the timeline feels quite quantum. There's an instantaneous energy here. Instantaneous awakening, big breakthroughs, significant understandings. This energy can be so erratic that people do a 180. They do a U-turn and change their whole life around because the energy is so powerful and it's making such an impact on their consciousness. And, and that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing too, like not knowing how to work with this energy, not knowing what to do with it. And so if that's what you're feeling, you want to go back to basics here. You want to come back into the essentials of grounding yourself, grounding your body, deep breaths, calming the nervous system, calming the mind, listening to what your body needs, especially if it needs a snack and needs some water making sure that you're coming into the present moment. This could even be putting your hand on the heart and just reminding yourself you're okay, you're fine, because this can feel like an emergency. That's part of the impulsiveness. Like, I have to do something. I just got this. Wow, this is a big deal. I need to change my life. It could even be a sense of, I don't know why all this is coming up right now. It's just a lot to process. It's overriding your internal computing system and you're looking at how to manage it all. So again, this is a week to actually focus on the basics in order to ground yourself, in order to bring your consciousness back into the present moment. February 9th is also where we 
begin the new lunar year, the new lunar calendar, and it is the wood dragon. And so that's why I was seeing that dragon egg in the third eye chakra there. And the dragon is fiery and strong. It is confident and freedom loving. It actually has some beautiful synergy with these Aquarian frequencies. So there could be something here you just want to be set free. You want to be set free. It's kind of like, I don't want to live one more day like this or I don't want to take it. And there could even be what's been repressed in you all comes out. It all comes out. It's messy. It's chaotic. It's insane. And you have to manage it responsibly. There is a level of responsibility with Aquarius, especially because Aquarius is co-ruled not only by Uranus, but also Saturn. Responsible management of your spiritual growth, responsible commitments to what you need to still take care of. And that's part of what the wrestling could be or that erratic energy. And keep in mind that with Saturn still in a sextile to Jupiter, you're going to be able to handle it if you're able to slow down and ground yourself. You're going to be able to breathe through it, to work with the energies, and to honor maybe feeling like there's two parts of you that are being strongly activated. One is very motivated, alive, could feel like you have a new lease on life. And the other is like your internal parent that's reminding you to calm down, take deep breaths, eat your vegetables, move the energy through your body, do some yoga poses, deep stretching, perhaps even EFT tapping will be an excellent way to intentionally work with this as well. So that will be one of our main assignments here is to work with this energy responsibly. Then on February 10th, Mercury in Aquarius squares Jupiter in Taurus at eight degrees. And this again highlights everything that's changing, shifting, evolving in our minds. And you could feel like your mind is just being magnificently expanded and it could all seem like a lot So if you're getting great downloads, great ideas, wonderful inspirations, be sure and jot them down. Make sure that you record them or you place them somewhere because they will leave as quickly as they arrived. And this would be a day too to also stay mindful of where your mind is going and where your mind keeps going because these are fixed signs. And so there could be a habit, a pattern, a loop that they're on. And it's your job to actually zoom out, go higher with Mercury and Aquarius and look at that pattern. Be curious about it. This is really fascinating. Why am I doing this? This is really interesting. What is this about? And look at what that pattern is from a higher perspective, from a higher consciousness that could also be quite eye-opening as you're going to see a new part of yourself that is growing. It's growing to hold and embody this new consciousness. And it definitely feels like an increase in light codes. The, The energy of light, it just looks really big and we can only receive it so fast. And we can only take it in 
so much at a time. So there's these downloads coming through here that are freshly activating new parts of who you are. And again, it feels instantaneous. It feels fast. It feels like maybe you're undergoing your own personal revolution. This is the energy of someone being like, I don't even know who you are anymore. Who are you? What just happened? Yesterday you were like this and today you're just this full different version of yourself. And these are awakening energies that are happening so quickly that there is no going back and there could even feel like this, I'm seeing it as an internal separation, an internal separation between who you were and who you're becoming, what you thought and what you think now. Again, it just feels like this drastic timeline change. And I think it was a previous episode that I saw it as a timeline crash, like crashing into all these new energies. And that's what's still continuing and unfolding. And it's working with all these different levels of us simultaneously because each of the personal planets is making a conjunction with Pluto. So the sun was conjunct Pluto in Aquarius, January 20th and 21st. Then we had Mercury conjunct Pluto, February 5th. The moon conjunct Pluto, February 8th. And now we're moving towards Mars entering Aquarius on February 12th. And then we'll be conjunct Pluto February 13th and 14th. So February 13th at 10.06 p.m. Pacific time or February 14th at 1.06 a.m. Eastern time. And I found something else that I thought was a really fascinating correlation here with this Mars entering Aquarius and then making a conjunction to Pluto. So on February 6th, there was a powerful CME from the sun. A CME is a coronal mass ejection. And this CME created what's known as a full halo on the far side of the sun. So it wasn't earth facing. It was on the opposite side. And a full halo is essentially the energy bursting around the sun, appearing to create a halo effect. And this particular full halo is actually headed towards Mars. It will skim the orbit of Mars on February 12th and February 13th, right as Mars enters Aquarius. So here we have the sun emitting this powerful new blast of energy and light towards Mars igniting Mars, activating that Mars energy. And then Mars makes a conjunction to Pluto in Aquarius right after receiving this full halo blast from the sun. So the energy around that is quite fascinating, right? This is a Mars that when he makes a conjunction to Pluto, it's explosive. It's volatile. It's angry, disruptive. It can be some of our most primal energies being ignited because Mars is what we want to go for. It's what we believe we can have and create in our experience, how we go about getting there, the actions we take, the motivation that we feel. And so with the sun 
releasing this fresh, powerful blast of light, just as Mars is conjunct Pluto, deep transformation is occurring, which is a way to understand the Pluto energy. But there's always this beginning point here, especially at zero degrees of any astrology sign. There's an initiation into a new experience, a new journey that isn't clear yet, and in fact will unfold over the next two years. Because it's going to take Mars two years before he makes his next conjunction with Pluto, which will be at three degrees of Aquarius in January 2026. Mars relates to the physical body, sexuality, masculine energy. It relates to what we want to put energy into, how we're going to get there. And in futuristic Aquarius, it is inventive, scientific, focused on a dream, a vision, an outcome, there could be a new vision quest that you're receiving. This is powerfully impacting masculine energy. So that can certainly be internally, as we all have feminine and masculine energies. But this could also be within the collective masculine, groups of men, tribes, and conjunct Pluto. I mean, this, this unfortunately, it is war. It is death. It is the horrible atrocities that are happening on the planet now that we're not okay with. We don't accept. We don't want. And I feel like this can activate new freedom fighters. This can activate a new sense of what needs to be taken care of and how to go about doing so. This can be more attacks, an increase in war. This can also be those energies online. So for example, DNS attacks on computers or the internet grid being strongly affected by something. Again, these are are not the best energies to think about or discuss. And I know that we want to be higher in our intentions. We want to think of, okay, what's a better way to use this energy? What is the higher potential outcomes with all this volatility? And how I'm seeing it show up is that I'm feeling that we're breaking through something that needs to be destroyed. And I'm seeing that as a glass ceiling, as limiting belief systems, seeing beyond, for example, the binary political views that want to put you in red or blue or want you to be liberal or conservative. It's busting through those power structures. It's busting through what is keeping humanity from evolving and moving up into the higher realms of understanding that go beyond separateness, that go beyond division, that want there to be more intentional focus on how can we change this? What do we need to drastically shift first within ourselves and then take that out into the world So it is a personal revolution of sorts happening. It is, of course, a collective revolution as well. And I'm hearing that wonderful Tracy Chapman song talking about a revolution. And Tracy Chapman, of course, is also having this revival of her messages, of her songs. I actually went and looked at her astrology chart, and she is a powerhouse Aries. If the information is correct, uh, she has Sun, Mercury, and Jupiter 
in Aries plus her Mars is at zero degrees of Aries, which means that Pluto in Aquarius is sextiling her Mars and activating her in a whole new way. She also has her moon in Scorpio, if the chart is correct. And that's the Scorpio energy of leave me alone, nobody bother me. So there's something here that we're already feeling and sensing, and it's coming alive, not only through music and through collective experiences, but it's shifting each of us individually, which is absolutely right on time, which is absolutely a part of the cosmic intelligence that we're receiving and sensing and feeling. Mars conjunct Pluto is the biggest energy of this week. So be very intentional. That's one of the best things you can do. Be intentional with your body, your thoughts, your words. Be intentional with your actions. Be aware of moving too fast or being too erratic. There is an increase in accidents. There can be things happening that are traumatic and difficult. And this is where we also have the ability to understand that, that we are better understanding the power of all our energy. Aquarius is all of our energy working together cohesively. All the systems of our bodies, our energies, everything creating the whole. And what do we intentionally choose with that level of knowingness? What do we intentionally work with and create from that place. So understanding the power of all your energy is really important right now. And that could mean that it is wise to hold back on something. It could be wise to take action on it. It could be wise to write it out, think it through. It could be wise to express it or state it. Of course, this is different for all of us. But allow your own soul wisdom to be a guiding force with how you use all of your energy right now. And that will pay off. That is a beautiful intention to hold for yourself. And ask to be guided. Ask for that assistance. If there's too much going on and you don't know and you're overwhelmed with it all, come back into your body. Connect with your heartbeat. Close your eyes because closing our eyes is actually a beautiful way that we calm our energy and listen to what you're receiving and feeling. Tap into the feeling of it because that's one thing to be aware of with all this strong Aquarius energy, which is the mind, the visions, where we want to go with our energy. Coming back into the heart and listening to that, tapping into the feelings is something that will also ground you and balance you as well as remind you of what you want. And this could take more intentional effort. So with all the strong Aquarius energy, the opposing sign is Leo. So you go into that Leo energy, which is your own personal life force, your creative desires. It's what you love, what you want, and what comes from the heart. So if you're able to tune into that heart chakra and listen to it, and allow it to be full and blossoming and truly heard, you're going to have a better understanding of what you want to intentionally do right now, as well as how to intentionally use this energy for future endeavors. 
Now, while we have Mars conjunct Pluto in Aquarius unfolding, we also have Venus in Capricorn sextiling Neptune in Pisces at 26 degrees. This is also a calming, strong influence. That Venus in Capricorn observes, she's patient, she just waits to see where she wants to invest herself and invest her energy, and she will hold back. And when there's a sextile to Neptune and Pisces, there's a trusting of the waiting, trusting the pause, allowing something to just move through to not being too impulsive or erratic, allowing your intuition to be a little bit louder, as well as something that you're actively partnering with. So I feel like this Venus in Capricorn energy is going to bring in something that you've been sensing and you're okay holding back. You're okay allowing the other energy to just pass in front of you. Like it just moves past and you're not inserting yourself into it. You're not trying to overly manage it. There is an allowing energy here. And that in fact could be part of what you're mastering with these very dynamic full force energies is that for all the ways there's a lot going on, you're sensing a lot, you're thinking a lot, you're feeling a lot, there's a very wise part of you that knows the value of restraining, of pulling back and not trying to do too much because that would not be the best use of your energy. I was getting the visual of a parade, like when you are the observer of the parade going in front of you. And then I just realized that Tuesday, February 13th is Mardi Gras, is a day of celebrations known as Fat Tuesday. And there's a lot there that is exactly this energy where you could feel like you're both of the energies. You're both the participant and the observer. You are in the revelry, the excitement, the joy, and you're watching it from afar and seeing the bigger picture of it all. Now, amongst all of these big, powerful energies, we approach February 14th, known as Valentine's Day here in our modern culture with our Hallmark traditions. But when you look at the history of Valentine's Day, mm, might do a double take here because it started out as a rather violent Roman celebration. It was celebrated over the course of three days in the middle of February, known as the Feast of Lupercalia. And it was actually about sacrificing a goat, a dog, and then whipping women with the hides in order to increase fertility. Essentially, it was a big fertility festival, as the Romans do, which then created a bunch of Scorpios, let's be real. This was also connected to a matchmaking lottery, um, which is something that has been documented that was part of pairing men and women together. Then as the influence of Christianity increased, people put their clothes back on and it became associated with the martyrdom of St. Valentine. And then through the centuries, it became more romantic as different poets 
and influencers made it a romantic holiday. And now here we are with it being a big business, a big demonstration of romance, love, affection, and trying to find the right card at Target to express how you feel. Now, because Valentine's Day occurs during Aquarius energy, this is actually about collective experiences of love and how that shapes us, how that forms us. Uh, Valentine's Day is actually better represented in the classroom when you were younger and perhaps gave a Valentine to each of your schoolmates which is the Aquarian energy. So it's fascinating because in terms of the astrological calendar, it's not occurring during the love or romance energy or what's in your heart, which is in Leo. The Leo time of year is when that energy is strong. But in the Aquarius energy, it's more about communicating what you're thinking and what you're sensing with kindness to others. So it's a wonderful day to put those vibes out into the world to contribute to love, romance, peace, joy, gratitude, happiness, to Gaia, to everyone you know, to put that out onto the internet and to allow that energy to be something that many people connect with or feel. Now the moon does enter Taurus on February 14th, which is pleasure and the physical senses and really having that delicious box of chocolates or enjoying your favorite beverage. But that moon in Taurus is activated through a square to Pluto and Mars, which is not settled, which is actually quite eruptive and disruptive. So it could be a volatile day until later in the evening when the moon in Taurus will be sextiling Saturn and conjunct Jupiter. So the day might start out one way for you and then end in a calmer, more peaceful and harmonious energy. So all in all, there is a lot of energy that we're feeling, sensing, that's moving us forward. We are evolving at a rapid pace and this could be something that gives you new life. This could be an energy field that you're welcoming, you're ready for, you know it's right on time for your journey, and it's disrupting what you've held back in yourself. It's bringing in more of your truth, more of your knowingness. It's really showing you what is possible for you now that previously was not available. And there's something here that, again, you're going to sense it or know it before you fully see it. There could be messages, downloads, understandings that come through with a quickness and it just lands. I also feel like this energy is strengthening our connection to our own soul's essence, that we are receiving more through our soul's frequency that is affirming what is true for us And not allowing anything false to permeate that authenticity. And as I say that, I'm now getting that visual again 
of a dragon egg cracking open, something that is breaking open from the inside. And when that occurs, when you're breaking it open from inside, that is birth. That is the intentional desire to have a new life or to have something open up and be revealed to you. So really look at what that might be for you especially around zero degrees of Aquarius in your chart. Now, I did a previous episode for you about the major astrology of February, and we identified four areas of your natal astrology chart that are very active this week. So do listen to that podcast episode if you want more understanding of how this month is showing up for you. And know that this is a week where action is happening, awakenings are occurring, breakthroughs are right on time, and being very intentional is key. I also have a video for you on YouTube discussing the Aquarius new moon even more. And that's why I didn't spend a lot of time on it in today's show. This is also the week where the true north node gets to 16 degrees of Aries and begins to make that exact conjunction to Chiron in Aries. And so that is also part of the frequencies that we're feeling. I just did a show for you on Monday, February 5th, talking about those energies. And it will be exact, Chiron will be exactly conjunct the true north node February 19th at 16 degrees, 45 minutes of Aries. I have two quick announcements here to share with you. The first is that it might be really interesting to look at how all of this zero degrees Aquarius energy is working for you in your solar return chart, which is your birthday, and what is showing up for you now over this next cycle. So look at your solar return chart at where zero degrees of Aquarius is showing up because that's going to also pinpoint more of what this year is for you. Looking at your solar return chart is yet another way to understand your energy and your timelines because it's different than your natal chart. The natal chart is always primary. It's always primary, it's always the most important, and then your solar return chart changes every year. So if you want to discover what that is, do check out my course on how to read your solar return chart. You can get it for 50% off with coupon code BIRTHDAY, and it will highlight for you more of what you're experiencing right now. On that same note, You could also look at where zero degrees of Aquarius is happening for you in your progressed chart. And the progressed chart is also very important for your life path because it's the milestones in your journey. It shows you when you're undergoing big life transitions, when there's things that are unfolding on a different timeline. So the progressed chart could also be fascinating to look at. And yes, this is more advanced astrology. And this is for those of you who love this stuff and who want to see more of what is occurring between all of your various astrology chart energies. And then as a heads up, the business development retreat that I am hosting in May has sold out and we are opening up an October event that will open up 
the end of February. I will have more information for you when it opens. It's going to be October 3rd through 6th. It will be at the Art of Living Retreat Center in Boone, North Carolina. And it's basically going to be the exact same event as the May one. But if you can join us, if you can make it there in October, it will be worth it because you'll get so much out of it simply by being in person. So that will open up the end of February. Nothing to do yet. Nothing to do yet. It will be something I share with you here on the podcast and it will be something that you'll want to sign up for soon since all of these events sell out. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I'm wishing you a beautiful Aquarius new moon as we receive these higher levels of consciousness and we start to understand more of what we're doing here on the planet, more of what we're here to create and contribute through our ongoing evolution and soul growth path. You can find all of my current courses, programs, and offerings at mollymccord.online and be sure and check out my YouTube channel where you will find a bunch of playlists that I offer for free so that you can discover more about your astrology chart. Have a beautiful week ahead. Take good care. Be very intentional. And I'll see you back here soon.